McMahon. Lovely ball. Corey Oates. Here we go. He's setting south of the corner. Kicks in field. Who wants to score? Back to the Brisbane Broncos podcast, producer Shad. Welcome back, mate. Good to have you here G'day, again. Mate. Pleasure as always. G'day, mate. G'day, mate. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm good, mate. Origin week, two weeks in a row for the podcast, where it's a little bit, uh, you know, light on news for the Bronx because we had a bye week. No we team, a, no team for us to beat. We had a bye week. Uh, the hardest thing to beat in the bye is to beat the buffet. Oh yeah, I beat the buffet a lot of times <laughs> in the bye week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, big fellas to come back a little bit overweight and had to train hard, but. Uh, you know, if you can, uh, if you can avoid the buffet, sidestep it. Sidestep it, yeah. Well, you're you known for that. You're you known for win. Your step. <laughs> yeah, I didn't step enough when it came to buffets, though. <laughs> oh man! Uh, look, before we get into our chat for this week, uh, great sit down with the man that has been probably the hardest Bronco for us to get on this podcast, Herbie Farmworth. Uh, we're going to get to know Herbie a little bit later on in the pod, but first, we do have a few things to chat about. Uh, with the Bronx. First of all, some signing news for the NRLW ahead of the uh, the double-up season that's happening yes, this year. Yes, yes. So we, we have lost some big-name players. Uh, we won't mention them. Okay. Because you know why? They've actually hurt my feelings. Oh. And I'm putting it out there too. This might be a podcast thing because we got them on the podcast. That's true. And, and they then left. They They left. Maybe they got too big for their for their trousers, very their boots, very whatever upsetting. the saying is. Uh, Broncos have signed uh, two of the emerging talents to the NRLW, though. Both 19-year-olds that played for the NRLW squad in 2022. Only about, what, I think it was about eight games between them. Uh, Jada Ferguson and Sarah Salshia are uh, going to be playing uh, forward and a back. Boom. So there you go, replacing exactly what we let go. Well, it's hard to replace <laughs> what we let go. Um, but, um, yeah, it, it's going to be a tough season. And we've had to do this over the last few seasons in the NRLW. It's just the theme of the Broncos, isn't and it? And as, as, uh, as the game expands and there's mm-hmm. more and more teams, we've had to see more of our superstars that we've had at the NRLW level here at the Broncos go on to other teams, play against us, play pretty well against us. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to do it again next year. Oh, this season. This season as well. uh, that is coming up for the NRLW. Also, a, another signing, of course, is uh, Chapman joins the NRLW side as well. Yeah, represented the Indigenous All-Stars, plays in the centres, uh, really, really tough player. Um, to be honest, I reckon she could play a bit of back row too. Well, grand finals um, with the Dragons, so. Yes, yes. Mm. So I uh, came out of that Dragon system. Uh, they did. Uh, make the finals, uh, the grand final last year. So, uh, great pickup for us. And uh, I know that Kelvin's going to have his hands full trying to get uh, a, a squad together, but uh, he's got uh, a few uh, people there helping him out. And uh, I think he'll be successful again. Uh, we should mention State of Origin. A lot of Broncos playing in the Origin game uh, that is going to be on tonight. Yes. And, and there will be a team uh, that has been named, but they might chop and change because. Yeah. You know, there will be players that will back up. There will be players that won't back up as well. We've got to see how they get through uh, tonight's game. And uh, I'm really looking forward to this game, actually. What dictates you backing up, Sam? Like, you did it pretty much. Did you do it nearly every time? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, there was a few times. There was a few did. times you gave yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a few times when I probably couldn't um, just through the the physicality of the game through the bangs and bruises you get pretty well looked after so you know after a state of origin match you come back into your club uh, situation they uh, do a physical assessment on you 
you know, your knee bends, your elbow still bends yeah. in the right direction. That's always a good thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then um, you have a rehab day. So you're, you're literally in the ice baths, uh, you're getting a massage, you're trying to recover as much as possible. And the beauty of what we used to do at the Broncos, we played a lot of Friday night footy. Right. So it was like, you just kept on going. You didn't have uh, time or, um, you know, there, there wasn't enough time for that uh, soreness to set in. That's what I was going to say, because like, would there be an element of like, it's almost as good, you're like, you're match fit in a way? You're still, you're pumped. you yeah, still got right. that adrenaline going. Um, you know, once you start hitting a Saturday game, a Sunday game, you start hitting that low because that adrenaline's gone out of your system. Those bumps and bruises start feeling a little bit sore. Um, so... I don't know. We've got a Saturday game. It's at 7.30. Maybe some of these guys will play. We also have to just, um, you know, uh, assess the situation and go, do we need these guys to play for us this week? Maybe give them a rest, try to nurse them through this Origin Series because yeah. we want to hit the ground running come the end of the year because we want to be pushing deep into those finals. So whoever puts that Broncos jersey on this year has really shown that they can do a job. You look at Ezra Mann uh, in the last kind of two games he's played for our club as well. He's really stood up and been a great player. Um, so, you know, if, if Renault doesn't make it, uh, if, if Payne Huss needs a rest, if Paddy Carrigan needs a rest, those guys Capes. need a rest. Uh, we've got guys there to cover them as well. Uh, before we get into our um, guests this week on the podcast that you've been very keen to track down uh, in Herbie Farmworth, uh, one of the hardest men to get your hands on. Oh, really. exactly. And you know, I've got, I've got, uh, I've got trackers <laughs> in my DNA, and I could not track this guy down. I couldn't get him, but uh, we finally got him. I chased him around the halls uh, of the Broncos facilities. Uh, a fan favorite. There's been at least three people who've asked to have him on the podcast. Uh, so thank you to those three loyal listeners for uh, pushing me to get Herbie And on. I will say, reach out. Message the Broncos uh, on Instagram saying who you want to have on the podcast. Maybe have some questions. Yeah. If you've got a question great. you want to ask some of the guys, hit us up so we can get them on the pod and uh, start answering questions. Maybe questions for Sam as Nothing's well. off limits except for um, my email, my phone, yeah. uh, number. Pin uh, number. Pin number. Although uh, if you listen to the first episode, we did get Adam Reynolds's pin number. Oh, we so. did too. <laughs> Go back, listen to all of the episodes through. I'm sure there's someone's pin number in there. You know what? Let's get into the chat with Herbie Farmworth now. And then afterwards, I want to ask for your prediction when it comes to Origin Game 1 in Sydney. Okay. Herbie, welcome to the podcast, mate. Thanks for having me on. Why have you been avoiding me? Oh, I'm just not, not, a, big, not a big talker. Just like, I just like hard working hard in silence. Mate, I've seen you on the field, mate. You're a big talker out in the field. On the pitch, I am, yeah. But just I'm not a big fan of media stuff, but getting better at it now you walked into uh well this is our studio essentially but it's literally a storage room to be yep. honest and so I, I, I hit like you it. with an analogy and i said you asked me what i've been up to and i said i've just been jimmy barnes in it working hard to make a living yeah who's jimmy barnes uh soccer player for liverpool is he yeah is Striker. he a, is he a good player he was yeah he was yeah no who is jimmy barnes jimmy barnes great australian Singer, what did he sing? Lots of songs, man. Working hard to make a living. Keep on. Shelter from the <laughs> rain. Father, son had to carry on. Blue denim in his veins. Not bad. Yeah, you're welcome, <laughs> mate. Uh, State of Origin is around the corner. Yep. Well, it's actually on tonight, mate. You're from England. You get to pick. Who did you used to support as a kid? Queensland. Queensland, always. Yep, always. That's good. That's always good. been a Queenslander. Because uh, you came over as a young fella, 
Yep. Did you get to represent Queensland? Nah, I never could, eh? Because I just, oh, well, I'm fully English, so I try. I tried for a little bit there, but um, you got to play a certain age group, and I'm too. I think it was like under 14s or something. And I played under 15s. Ah, jeez. I barely bears, so um, yeah, I missed out. But oh, it is what it is. So not even a, a schoolboys team, nothing. Nah, nah, you can't. Jeez, no, it's, it's pretty strict now, isn't it? It is strict. So, I mean, it's always been strict. Mm. Yes. It's always been strict. <laughs> Never been a mistake. Never been people that bend the rules. <laughs> like, you know, you could be born in Sydney and yeah. still play for Queensland. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what I did. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it no, was an accident. Sydney. It was mum and dad's fault. Yeah. You know, they were based down there in the Air Force and they uh, canoodled one night. And nine months later, this 10-pound, 10, 10 beauty yeah. came into the world. Couldn't Beautiful. make it to the border in time. Nah, couldn't make it to the border in time. <laughs> uh, Herbie, English uh, born, talk to us about your journey over or coming over to Australia and, and what was the reason behind it? Oh, so I was born in Burnley. It's a little town, like probably the nearest nearest city would be Manchester, but played soccer and a little bit of rugby union growing up and then switched to league. Started playing that, really enjoyed it. Um, and then I came out here one one of my summer holidays so in England you get some holidays from like uh, June to September I think you work in September because obviously northern hemisphere summers are different yeah and I come out here and I play for Burley Bears down on the coast under under Mark Kokas he'd he'd um, forge his signatures and get me a couple of games so I could play the finals <laughs> yeah <clears throat> yes yeah <laughs> cut that out no, no, no we won't cut that. It's, it's a part of the story I'm now. Honest. It's it's folklore. It's nah, folklore I'm honest. now. Nah, but he they were really good to me down there at, uh, at the Bears. So I played that first year. I think I got injured that first year. My back or something. I don't know what it was. Growing uh, pains. Yeah, pretty much just yeah. growing and just had a little tweak. And then would came back home and played for England uh, against France under 16s. And then I sort of got picked up a bit more from there. I came out again the following summer, played for Burley and had like trials at, over here. Yep. Um, EPD squad and I think Tones was in my EPD squad. Yeah, yeah. I think he he was the one. That, like, he was in my EPD squad and then I si we signed. Oh, well, I signed under twenties from there, but I went back home first and came back over after Christmas when I just turned seventeen and then went twenties, then played NYC the Q Cup and yeah. then made my first grade debut when I was nineteen and yeah. then ever since then kind of already always been in that side or there or thereabouts. EPD stands for Elite Player Development for those people out there. Um, yep. We've had some great players come through our EPD program here at the Broncos. Um, Andrew McCulloch, Ben Hunt, uh, Katoni Staggs you mentioned as well. Uh, some of the guys that are in there, our current team. So um, it's a great program, isn't it? Yeah, those. unbelievable, yeah. Talk to us about your Uncle Brian. So he was a, uh, a big factor in getting you over here and uh, you know getting you to uh, eventually. Yeah, well, he was the, the one that originally discussed with me to to move out here because I was over in England and I was I was probably I was doing pretty pretty well in England um was sort of a uh big like tall kid and a good frame yeah a good frame on me so you had but, to put some meat on it and but, then yeah well over there I was sweet yeah and then when I came out here we sort of just discussed and obviously we were big fans of NRL and we discussed coming out here and what the standard would be like out here because we weren't we weren't too sure obviously being from England and when we came out here um and I'm, I'm born at the back end of the year over here, so I, was, I, ba I basically played a year year above because my birthday is two two days before Christmas. Yeah. So I was like half by over there. I was like middle middle age, and it's a big difference. When, yeah. I reckon when you're coming up playing that, playing being younger in the year, and um, played. Uh, yeah, sorry, came out here. I remember my first game 
playing all the boys like from like Tonga and Samoa and all the Kiwi boys and just wasn't used to it and they were so strong. Yeah. That was a big that was a big thing. Like I had to get around, I reckon. They all had big tattoos too and I was scared of them. Tattoos at 16. Yeah, yeah. You know, like when, you, when you play with someone with, like, with a tattoo and you think they're scary. Eh? It's a bit different for me. So I grew up in North Queensland. So it's like we played against a lot of guys from Papua New Guinea. Yeah. And they had full beards. Yeah. I was like, yeah, so it, was, vibe, eh? it, wasn't, it wasn't the tattoos, when it was the beards. When you're a kid, it's a bit scary to play with people like that. But um, yeah, it sort of did that. And I reckon it all sort of cha- changed for me um, when I got to about 18, I reckon. I sort of evened out, um, sort of caught, caught up with physically and got a lot stronger. Because I, I never did weights too when I was. When I was young, when I was young, for, like I only started weights when I just signed for the twenties team. Yeah. So your uncle Brian, he does a bit of recruiting over there as well in the UK. Oh, he's completely finished now, but he yeah. was the head of youth at Wigan Warriors. Yeah. But yeah, he's 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 unbelievable. He was he's been training me pretty much since I was about eight years old. Yeah. Would train me. Would maybe do sprints in the tunnels or in the the like the like highway tunnels underneath the highways. Yeah. And I'd do sprints in there when it would, when it'd be too cold to train everyone else because everyone else would be frozen over. Yeah. He'd make me do um, sprints up and down there, which is when I was about eight and I'd be throwing like sulks and tantrums and I'd be trying to kick for goal and I'd be messing I'd be messing up or not reaching it. Yeah. I'd be kicking my tee and throwing throwing myself on the ground. But yeah, he stuck by me for a lot of time. So um, yeah, he's been unbelievable for me. And he's back over in England now, but yeah, he, I still keep in contact with him regularly. Yeah. Ring him after he shows me all my videos after the game what I could have done better and <laughs> um, but he's just yeah he's very good for me. Well, he set some good standards because I've seen you here in the trading paddock. You always set up the markers and the poles and you're always doing your extras after training. So he's uh, helped you set up some some good habits. Um, you mentioned goal kicking there. Now you're a brilliant goal kicker, mate. You you haven't uh, been able to snatch that off Reno or or Katoni because when Reno wasn't kicking, I thought oh yeah sweet yeah. Herbie might be kicking goals here. And then Katoni started kicking goals. I was like, "Oh, geez, he's hitting them well too." Yeah. Are you the third string? I don't know what I am. I think I've got the best the best record, really. Yeah. So I tell Kevy that and get get me on kicking again. Well, um, nah, well, I'm on the mess. And I'd, I've had a little bit of a bit of sore knees and a tight hammy the past couple past couple of weeks. So I've not really been practicing, but so I let the boys. They've been practicing hard, so they've been. Um, obviously, Reno's Reno's the 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 top dog. He's on the big money, so yeah. he, can, he can make all the calls. And then, well, yeah. the big well, money. Tones, tones is too. So the big money brings a big pressure. Yeah. So yeah, let him kick. Yeah, let him take the pressure. Exactly. Nah, I, I'm, I um, I do like goal kicking. So whenever whenever they need me, I'm I'll be there. I put my hand up and have a go. So I uh, did a little bit at the back end of the year last year. So uh, yeah, whenever they want when, whenever they want me to have a go, I, I will do. Because your goal kicking <laughs> comes from your soccer background, and you're I'm just this could be a vicious rumor, but we'll run with it anyway. Yeah, run with it. Run with it. Let's run with it. You were a part of the Manchester United Academy as a young kid. Oh. Why don't you stick with, mate? Nah, this, it, you're it, banging your body all, around. It's all blown up. It's all blown up out of proportion. But well, let's blow it up even more then. We'll <laughs> blow it up. We'll go along with it. Nah, yeah. it's just in England. Let's say you were in, spotted in, by David Beckham. They wanted was you. Was on Alex to, Ferguson for a bit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Yeah, you lived with him for a yeah. little while. Yeah, he yeah. cooked you a, a roast, <laughs> some Yorkshire <laughs> puddings. Around. Yeah, he used to go around for his for dinner and that. He was a good fella. <laughs> uh, nah, I was, I was just a young young kid. I don't even know how old I would have been. Maybe like eleven or twelve. And you just when you're a young young uh, kid in England, you get like invited to camps or whatever. And was like went there, went to Man City too for one. I think it was yeah, it was like long ago. I can't remember. And then I was with Burnley for a little bit. Yeah, like just like little camps you do and whatever, but I never really took soccer seriously. Like I never trained at it, and I didn't have any any like any passion and pride. Yeah. To, mm. Did you go for a team at all? Uh, I used to go for Man U, and I probably still still do a little bit, but I've lost a lot of interest lost yeah, when right. I've when I've been over here. Um, just it's hard to follow it with the time differences, and no one it's not really shown over here. And plus, 
I don't know. The, the team now is just, it's not the same as when I used to watch it with like Rooney and all them boys. And you mean good? Yeah. Yeah, but then also, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I'm, some of the players in the side, I'm, I'm not a big fan of them. So it's, it's hard to follow a team when you don't like the players. Yeah, true, true. Well, well, you, you, you've you've chosen well, mate. Uh, you're yeah. playing rugby league over here in Australia now. <laughs> um, it hasn't been. It's probably been a little bit more like uh, English weather over the last kind of yeah, few months. It's been cold. It's been raining. Uh, does that make you make you feel like at home? No, I don't like it. I think <laughs> I've got the got used to the weather too much because when I first came over, I struggled so much in the heat. My first preseason almost killed me. Yeah. Um, Your tan has gotten better like yeah, every yeah. year since you've been here. Yeah. Yeah. Slowly just getting a bit darker every year, I reckon. Yeah. Which I, which I like. And your haircuts. Your haircuts are getting better too. Yeah, slowly lowering that fade. Yeah. You've been thrown on the bus a few times by a couple of the boys. They said that you get, a, you get a haircut before every game. True or false? Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> probably true. Yeah. But you look good though. I look good, feel good, play good. That's it. Boom. Uh, Benny Teo made me start doing that because I remember I had a, couple, had a couple of decent games when I had my haircut and then... Yeah. I'd have, I'd have games where I didn't have it cut and I just played terrible. Yeah. And he's like, mate, you got to sort that out. And I was like, and he's, um, come over down the Goldie once and I played shocking. Oh, didn't play the best game. And I, I was looking for a barber prior to the game because mine's, mine's in Brizzy. Crooners, crooners, if anyone's interested, you got Ashgrove. That's oh, a Paulie yeah. Kwan. Yeah. Um, Shameless yeah. plug, love it. Yeah. Went, <laughs> I got to them all the time. So they, they uh, sort me out a lot. But yeah, I, tr I try and get it before every game, just to yeah look good, look good, feel good, play good. Uh, helps me out, helps me clear the mind. I reckon that is a that's a Deion Sanders quote. A Deion a Sanders, very famous cornerback uh, for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, look good, feel good, feel good, play good, play good, pay good. Oh, oh there you go. That's it. But there you go. You negotiated a new contract. <laughs> you just had an extension. Damn. One year. Ah. Now you're one of our more popular players. I've I've put it out to the fans, and they've said, "Who?" I said, "Who do you want on the podcast?" And they've said, "Herbie." Really? And, and you have been brushing me. Well, actually, that was just one person said that. <laughs> yeah. My uncle Brian. Yeah, it was <laughs> Uncle Brian. Yeah. But uh, I think she was the the head of your fan club, and she. I said, "What question do you want to ask Herbie?" Yep. And she said, "Is he single?" I can I can reveal that you are. Not single. Not single. Oh, Tracy, sorry, darling, break your heart. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I've yeah. got a good good girl. She's come off from England this year, so yeah, we're going good. We're going real good. So um, she's staying with me at the moment. Her family's coming out soon, actually. Um, happy at the moment. Just extended here at the Broncos. Um, yep. uh, must be a bit of a change this year from from the previous years. Um, what's the secret? Probably patience was the secret for us. We've always had a uh, really talented group, but we probably all came through together and it didn't probably help the team. So we, we lost a lot of experience with, I think when I first signed, we lost a big bunch of senior players. Yeah. And pushing through the young boys, it was always gonna be have, have, a, have a year or two where we struggled. So I think now we're starting to see the um, the uh, benefits of that, yeah. of uh, doing that and getting some of the boys, like even myself, I'm only 22, I've had 50 odd games already, yeah. which is which is pretty good. Well, um, and then we got Payne as well, who's same age as me, and he's got, I think he got me more than me, and Paddy's only a year old, and, He's the same. So we got we got a couple of players now who's on, we're only young and we're coming through. We've we got the experience now, so it's time to show on the field. Um, but yeah, we've got a really tight knit group. We've all come through together, and, and all the boys train really hard and and, uh, and and work really hard off the field too with all the all the little things. So um, things start to turn around a little bit now and got a little streak. So hopefully we carry that on this week and for the rest of the season really. Early on, you mentioned our uh, our halfback. Um, a lot of people ask, what's the best thing about him? What's the worst thing about him? <laughs> 
Run dog. Yeah. Um, he's probably just oh, just a pest. He is a pest. <laughs> he yeah. is natural pest. Always stirring, stirring up, making rumors. Yeah. Um, getting into Kevy's ear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thinks he's the big dog. Well, he, well, he is the big dog now, I guess. Who's getting paid more, Kevy or Reno? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, geez, that's a hard one. Yeah, it is a hard one. I think isn't it? You know, all the news. Like, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't read too much media or look into stuff. But I saw he got a bonus or something. Did he? I don't know. I seen that recently. But so he could be now. Oh, jeez. He got a big, a big extension on his house, didn't he? He's been doing something yeah. his house. So yeah. And building costs at the moment yeah. now. So he must high. be on a fair whack. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I'm back in Kevy actually. You're back in Kevy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, you, who's more annoying though, Reno or okay. our mate Gary? Oh, because <laughs> we can't have a podcast without mentioning Gary. Oh, yeah, yeah, just talks too much. You know, it's funny though; those two boys hang out, like they go and have coffee together, they oh. play golf together, like live in live in the same area. Yeah, I don't know. It's just oh, I'm, I'm Oti center, and all game you can just hear him talking in, in my ear, not like Oti did say that to me. Though. He said he's complaining about something all the time. Yeah, <laughs> or he's talking about he's always going into so much detail, like. Over something, yeah. I'm just blocking it out. While he, you're out there, he's saying that. Yeah. What's some of the stuff? Like he's just. Oh, just be like. So we'll do a play and like someone, something will go wrong, or yeah. as it does, or you'll, we'll like be doing something and might not get it 100 percent right, and then he's just talking instead of being like, oh, this, this, and then next, next job, he's yeah. like this, this, and we'll we'll do this next time, and maybe if I come up here, and I'm like, oh, it's you, mate. Yeah. Just shut up. <laughs> what, what next job? Sweet. Yeah. You do you. Yeah, yeah. I'll do me. Yeah. Yeah. Back me up. Yeah. Nah, I'm only messing. He's good. He's been real good this year too. He's, he's another another guy that's been working really, really hard. And I think it's showing what it's showing. He's probably been in, in front of the comp this year. So he's probably been a bit unlucky not to get... He does all the, the nitty-gritty, the doesn't he? Yeah, but he's been scoring tries too. Yeah, yeah who's who's, yeah. who's, uh, who's responsible for him scoring so many tries? I mean, you are the centre, so... I don't know. I probably... Well, you attacked, probably, probably, probably could have given him a couple more this year, but <laughs> <laughs> he talks that much. Every play, he reckons he's on scoring. Yeah. <laughs> Every play. And we'll go back to video and watch it, and he's no chance. We'll just give it to him. And yeah, if he, he doesn't reckons, score, then you can nah. spray him. Oh, yeah, I want to score a couple too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> game coming up against Canberra on the weekend. Um, Canberra playing some good footy at the moment. Uh, is it a case of worrying about that, or it's worrying about what you can do? And, and, and does having the week off affect the team too? I'm not too sure about having the week off will affect us. It'll probably help us out because there's a couple of tired bodies going around that, yeah. that last game. Well, the way you've uh, been defending and... Yeah, yeah well, that Titans game probably took up a fair bit out of us. That second half, we, we really pushed, pushed the limits and we, we played pretty pretty fast. Um, but yeah, Canberra have been going really well. I, I watched them at Magic Round and they were, they were impressive. They had a couple of sim bins and they managed to grind out that win. And I think since then, they've just sort of turned the page and been pretty good to beat Roosters the other night. So yeah, they, we, we, we definitely um, see them as a very good team. So... Um, it should be a really good game, but obviously we're we're confident in in the way we're playing at the moment, and we get should be getting Renault back as well. So if he stops complaining about his oh, yeah. body, he's getting old. Now, old so man, yeah. I think this is last year, I reckon, with Renault. Yeah, <laughs> we're hitting the like you know getting towards that mid area of the season, so we're yeah. starting to try and put together our podcast awards for the team. Yes. Um, so Renault kicked it off with his vote. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions just about the team. We'll yep. see who takes these awards out. So first would be who has the worst haircut? Oh. That's obvious, that one, surely. Tyson. That's, yeah, that's not so even a com- It was probably Kobe was up there for a little bit, but I'm, 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 I'm actually taking credit for that too. I managed to persuade him to change his haircut. He actually looks really good now. Yeah, how, does, how good does he look? Yeah, he looks yeah. great. Uh, smartest player? Um, 
What what kind of smarts? Street smarts or book smarts? This nah, came no, up no. last week as yeah. well. <laughs> we'll go book smarts. Oh, there's a couple of them. Roosters there, Paddy's there. Stop tapping the table, um, please, oh, mate. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to throw in Dark. Oh, Ryan James. Ryan James. There's another, yeah. uh, there's another nickname for us too, right, Dark. There we go. Uh, and then, uh, well, we kind of covered this a bit earlier in the pod, but uh, most annoying player. Um, I think a couple of people would have would have probably said me. Mm, no, I'm not going to say. You're the only second person to give us some uh, votes now. So. Yeah. All oh, right, fair. We, could, we are nicknaming this award the Gary, the Golden yeah, Gary. Yeah, the there's Golden a lot. Gary. We've got a fair few. We have got Gary. <laughs> Kobe's a starer. Kobe's yeah. a big starer. He's one there. Um, Billy Walters is a little pest too. Yeah, captain of the podcast. He, he could be, he could be there, you know, Billy. Yeah. I, I might even th- try to throw a Billy in. Yeah, you know, yeah. just just like Go undercover, like it's like, like he's li- he's like a little snake in the grass. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That annoying little brother. Yeah, yeah, just always has something to say, always like stirring stuff up, and then when it kicks off, he's not there. Yeah, that that type of annoying. Very nice. Uh, I got two more left. Uh, one we've got: Who would take out the uh, Jordan Ricky Prettiest Player Award? Um, I'll probably go. Actually, no, I'm going to throw a curveball. We've got David Mead. David Mead. David Mead. Mead. Pretty yeah. Yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Oh, lovely. He's, He's PNG pretty. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, we've actually got a couple of good-looking boys too. Yeah. You're yeah. more of a handsome gentleman because you're from, from England. Oh, I'm not sure about that. And, yeah, <laughs> pretty Ricky's pretty. Yeah. yeah. But he's, he's, he's got a big head too. Yeah, he does. He's yeah. always checking his Instagram comments and all the multiple, multiple, messages. The multiple he loves fan it. pages that yeah. he's got. Oh, yeah. Out. So yeah. many. Um, and the last one would be, who would be the future captain of the Broncos? Who have we got at the moment? Um, it's hard to put it past Paddy Carrigan. He's like a little a little politician, is Paddy. He's always, he, ne- he never says anything wrong. Yeah. He's always like, when he's doing little speeches, he's always real, doesn't, doesn't stir anyone up. Now, um, last question for you, mate. Yep. That wasn't that hard, was it? What? The podcast? Yeah. No, it's good. You're easy to talk to. See? Yeah. Don't we should do it every week. If you want to, you said it. It's on the podcast now. Yeah, well, you feels put like we're trying there. to get you every week, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> nah, thanks for having me. It's been good. I've enjoyed no, it. Thanks for joining us, mate. Appreciate it. Uh, the fans will love it. There's actually a few of those questions that some fans and members could answer, I reckon. I reckon they could answer who the, who the Pretty Ricky Award would go to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, for easily. sure. Um, because that's an easy one. Uh, it, it's hard to get the most annoying because you're not around the boys constantly. Weirdly, I still feel like Gary will get a lot of votes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, but he is a fan favourite, actually, to be honest. That is true. He does spend yeah. a lot of time, quality time with fans talking to him. So I don't know if he will get that award from no. the fans. We might need to check in with him again and get him back. On the pod, but worst haircut is one the fans could definitely Ooh, yeah. vote on. Uh, like I said, sure. if you mess- message the uh, Broncos on Instagram, and yep. we'll definitely get those messages through to us when you got some questions or some player requests. Yeah. And who guests. wants who wants Gary back? Yeah, that'd be a big one. Let yes. us know. Uh, but before we wrap up the podcast this week, obviously the uh, Raiders is who we're playing uh, on the weekend Saturday game. Raiders are looking like a team in form at the moment, which is weird for me to say, the way the season's been going. Well, they probably should have beat the Eels a couple of weeks ago and mm. and did a fantastic job against the Roosters as well. Um, a bit of a stop-start game against the Roosters without uh, two of their key players in Josh Papali'i and uh, Jack Whiten, uh, who are fantastic players and have been fantastic players for them uh, this year. So this is going to be a great clash. Broncos playing with form, Raiders playing with form. Saturday night, 
seven thirty. Um, you can bring the kids to this one if you want. They can fall asleep on your lap, but um, get your tickets, uh, get your merch. Uh, it's never too late to be a member. Come on down. Only a few home games left this year. Um, maybe a few uh, tucked in there at the end of the year too. Oh, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Finals would be great. Uh, before you go tonight is the massive game. It is State of Origin, of course. Uh, you're going to be heading down there. Sydney always hard for the Maroons to win. What are you thinking on the game? I think this would this would be the closest game out of all of them. To really? Be yeah, I, I think this is the one where you kind of you're feeling each other out. Um, you can't really watch vision from previous years. Again, a new coaching staff from Queensland, so New South Wales won't be able to uh, pick. Why haven't they got new to go into camp? Oh, I, Seems I, like everyone's there. G.I. was does. there. Yeah. yeah, we got Billy, we got Cam, we got Thurston. Who I thought you and JT were such good mates. We, uh, I think I got changed my address. I got a, a PO box now. <laughs> Your phone's so. not going off at all, mate. No, I, did I, <laughs> have I got a new number? Did I change it? Oh, jeez. Nah, it's all right. You know, it's a, it's destroying my career, mate. I did yeah. all the hard work and uh, never get know, the praise behind the scenes. And then, yeah, they're they're the they're the glory guys. They get the glory right yeah. there, and I hope they get the glory uh, tonight too. Yeah, hopefully it'll be good. It'd be great to see the three that gave us such a massive, you know, helped us get such a massive streak of Origin wins, including yourself. Yeah, be yeah. a part of yet another. I was dynasty. there. I was there. <laughs> yeah, ten out of eleven series. Uh, yeah.